0: We got, I mean, exciting day today, Will. I was speaking to you moments before you hit the record button, and you're like, you know what? Today, we're going to lead off the show with the biggest news that's ever happened in the entire tech world. And it's not the title of this video. No. It's right here. It's called Willie Blue. Ha! Uh-huh. You're so happy. That's my name. You're so proud. I saw you tweeting. <clears throat> mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen will do has his very own colorway of later case for a later case super limited edition i need to tell you uh i can't tell you the exact quantities that are left because so many of them have sold already people are just into it will uh-huh. they love willie do and they love your colorway because this is such a nice honestly so do i this is such a nice deep midnight blue and as you change the angle on it you can pick up more blue and then on different angles it looks almost black and when you put a phone in there my goodness here we have uh here's an s20 ultra and the black from the camera module with the super dark midnight blue it's all very exciting so limited edition it's a one-time only deal if you get one of these you get one of these with the packaging, you can be a part of Willie Do's history, of tech history. Yeah. And if you miss out, then it's over. We, uh, we're we done with it. Also, other exciting later case stuff took place. Uh, we have the pre-orders up, believe it or not, for these crazy things for iPhone 12 cases. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Before the phones are even out. What are they, Cyber Edition? Cyber Edition iPhone 12 cases are up for pre-order. So if you won't be first on the list, if you're fully planning on picking up an iPhone 12, you just click the pre-order button and then you're going to have a protection you're going to have a case the thinnest case you can possibly have uh, with the carbon fiber pattern and the camera coverage uh, it'll be there maybe even uh, right around the time that your phone is there so you don't have to worry about it so you can check out that pre-order as well willie do says he's going to do something special also i just i was uh reading your comment there yeah it was a you tweeted in the thread Saying if anybody buys your limited edition case, you will do something.
1: Yeah, I'll do something. I, well, I always want to give back to the people who support this channel and support me.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot I, that I, part. Uh, yeah. Willie Do makes money every single case that's sold. Yes. A portion of the proceeds go directly to Will. Yes, that's crazy. That's important to <laughs> that's know. Cool. That's, important that's cool. That's cool. I appreciate it. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna do something. I would say uh, just, uh, you know, tweet at me okay. when you get the case Yes. Um, with like a date or your phone or something, and then, uh, yeah, I'll do
0: something. He'll do something. I'll do something. I don't know whether or not to be excited or terrified. Be- no. You could do anything, but I should probably be excited. So anyway, yeah. Midnight Blue, Willie Blue, limited time only. Check the link in the description or just go to latercase.com. You can't miss it. I hope your particular model is still available when you go there. Speaking of smartphone models, we have a new entry into the competitive smartphone space, the Samsung Galaxy S20 FE. FE stands for Fan Edition. We had an event that took place, I guess, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And here we have Samsung's play at at a sort of fan favorite, at a sort of value for money proposition type of phone. Apparently this phone was maybe not going to happen, but then you had pandemic stuff, and Samsung recognized that they should be uh, really thinking about the price point as the main feature. So this thing's gonna be 699, not a huge uh, decrease, not a massive uh, discount, but that's because it's still got some pretty tremendous specs, including the 120 Hertz refresh rate on a 6.5 inch display. Quad HD Plus, a 4,500 milliamp hour battery, six gigs of RAM, wireless charging, IP68 water resistance, expandable storage, and a Snapdragon 865. This yeah. is a nice spec list for 699. Mm-hmm. And you get the Samsung brand. You know I like what they've been doing with their One UI recently. I've been using the the fold device prior to that. It was the new Note series, but those are crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And cost prohibitive for a lot of people. And so this fan edition is pretty welcome. The other cool part about it is you can get it in a number of different colors. You can mix it up a little bit. You have like a minty green, a dark, almost a willy blue. Yeah. Almost a willy blue color. And then you have a lavender pink, a red, a kind of tan orange look, and a white. Which of these would you go for, Will?
1: Well, I mean, the blue, of course. There it is.
0: Yeah. Willy blue. If you had to pick something other than the blue, though, what oh. would be your second choice?
1: Uh, white's pretty nice.
0: You go with the white. Yeah. The white looks really clean. It's a, it's like a stormtrooper type of white. Now, there's also going to be uh, a version with millimeter wave developed for Verizon. That's going to cost a f- uh, few more bucks, fifty bucks extra. You know, adding the that extra equipment inside is going to uh, up the price a little bit, but you will be able to get, t- you will be able to take advantage of that far faster connection that's on Verizon. So that's kind of cool. The camera's gonna be a bit different. You're gonna give up 8K video, for example, compared to the other, something like the S20 Ultra. But I mean, how important is that to people? That's a pretty wild spec on its own. I think this is a a cool development. I love seeing the premium devices without the premium price tags, Mm -hmm. any options in there. Now, one thing to note, it will be made out of plastic. So, The finish looks a bit different than the plastic that was on the regular Note 20 compared to the ultra model, but it's just, people should know what they're in for. Even though you look at it on, in the pictures, it looks like it might be glass. I think the construction is going to be plastic. So keep that in Mm. mind. Uh, Speaking of the smartphone competition here, we have a smartphone from OnePlus, which looks a lot like that fan edition from Samsung, except on the front, the front facing camera is in the top corner as opposed to the center. This is the OnePlus 8T, and we we have a new price leak, which seems to indicate it's going head-to-head, toe-to-toe with that fan edition from Samsung. I think they're going to be really competing for your cash if you're looking for something around 700 bucks. Now, we don't. It's a conversion that took place. The price leaked on Amazon Germany, which then puts the conversion around 800 bucks. But as you know, these conversions are sometimes not direct one-to-one mm-hmm. type deals, so it may end up being exactly the same it could be 700 just like that fan edition however with the OnePlus device you're looking at 12 gigs of ram that's the current rumor 256 storage and uh, although that may have a higher price tag because another leaker said that the the cheaper model the $700 model may have 8 gigs ram 128 storage of course all this can change it was just one one listing on amazon germany Some other specs, 6.5-inch, 120 hertz, FHD+, exactly like the fan edition. Snapdragon 865, like the fan edition from Samsung. 4,500 milliamp hour battery, like the fan edition from Samsung. You can see it's Mm toe-to-toe. Will he do aquamarine green and lunar silver available? There's an event for this AT on October the 14th. And so we'll be doing... Our follow up, of course, at that point, we will likely have the device here as well. Now, the next cool thing about the OnePlus AT, which may beat the Samsung device, likely, is the Warp Charge 65, 65 watt charging. Mm. Click over to the next tab, Will. This has been confirmed for this particular device. OnePlus announced today that its fastest charging solution ever. Warp Charge 65 will debut on the upcoming OnePlus 8T flagship smartphone more than doubling the charging speed of its predecessor. Warp Charge 65 is capable of charging the OnePlus 8T's 4,500 mAh battery fully in 39 minutes. Wow. And almost 58% in just 15 minutes. So obviously this is a big differentiating factor for OnePlus and, a well, a number of phones in 2020. To be honest, this is the bragging rights thing. And OnePlus increasingly is doing this thing where they strategically leak information about their upcoming phone Mm -hmm. officially. So it's not even really a leak.
1: Yeah, just a slow trickle.
0: Our event is not until the 14th, but we want you to know we're confirming 65 watt. Don't you dare go buy that fan edition. Mm. Just wait a little bit longer because we've got something better. And I don't don't mind the strategy, to be honest. Gets people hyped up. Sure, it kind of kills the unveiling a little bit, but let's be honest, in 2020, it's so many smartphones, it's so much research that people are putting into it. Do you really have the opportunity to wow anybody anymore, or are you better off just sharing the details as you see fit? That particular picture, if they can deliver on that screen-to-body ratio, that is pretty aggressive mm-hmm. and pretty impressive. Oh, so, yeah. OnePlus 8 confirmed 65-watt warp charge October the 14th. Another phone you're going to have to decide between in this same price category likely is the Google Pixel 5, which we have a brand new leak because this thing is completely leaked as well. And this is showing off a new green colorway. What do you think? Is that next for you? A willy-do green maybe? It's uh, it's pretty nice. It's like a minty, it looks like gum. It looks like you could chew it and it would taste like mint. There's a texture to it too. Yes. So this is the other piece, which we can now see a lot better than on the black version, which leaked initially this sparkly looking kind of texture on the back of the device, which also goes on to the fingerprint scanner, which usually usually that would be left out from any kind of texture being placed on the on the actual device. But I mean, at this point, we see the whole thing. We've got images of the Google Pixel 5 and the 4a 5G. I'm not going to get into the whole naming thing. Don't get me started. Please. Uh, but the main, you know, the, the big takeaway, because we've seen the black version, is, of course, this green version. I don't know what they're going to call it. It probably won't be green, because they always had to have a funky name for the funky color. Mm-hmm. It could be kind of green, sort of green, or minty green. I mean, why don't they just go with mint?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Because that's sort of where I'm. Uh, I'll just give you a quick recap on the spec 765G. Snapdragon, 8 gigs RAM, 128 gig storage. This is likely going to be a little cheaper than the other two phones, which I just mentioned, I'm guessing. And the big advantage here is going to be the camera and the camera software, as it tends to be with the Pixel devices, uh, because on the spec sheet, it can't really compete. 90 hertz display, uh, 19.5 by 9 aspect ratio, Gorilla Glass 6, 107 degree field of view on the 16 megapixel wide angle. 128 storage to go with the 765G. It's in a different category from those other devices, which are packing 865s. The online store in India for Apple has now launched. We were reporting on this leading up to it. It was a big deal. Uh, Up until this point, Apple has not had a one-to-one relationship. It's not had an online store in India. They're beginning to take it seriously. And in fact, if you go onto the Apple Store India's website, you will see a custom look, a look that I have not seen on any of the other regional websites. And that look is, a, it's very India-centric. Namaste. And the design of it, the Apple Online okay. is, Apple Store Online is open Here are just some of the great advantages exclusive to shopping directly with us. And again, this is not what you experience if you just go to the regular Apple.com store. They're trying to explain all the things they can do for you now because people in India haven't had the Apple store experience previously. You can shop with Apple specialists. No contact delivery for free. Choose how you pay, ways to buy. Of course, this is the financing stuff which is going to be interesting in that market. I'm curious to see how it's received in that market. You tell me if you're watching from India, are you interested in the financing or do you prefer to just pay outright? Here's my money. You take it. I will not pay you over time. It depends on your perspective on credit in general. Mm -hmm. This is another interesting one. Turn your old phone into an iPhone. You see that? They didn't say turn your old iPhone into an iPhone because there's not that many iPhones in India. Remember, it's been reported as low as 1% will. Mm -hmm. And so they say, turn your old phone into, so they may even buy.
1: Oh, this website is... uh... Uh Uh-oh,
0: did you just break Apple's website?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I right-clicked.
0: They only show you Uh. the value of other iPhones. Interesting. So maybe it should have said, turn your old iPhone into a new iPhone. Mm -hmm. Because they're only buying iPhones by the looks of it. But here you can see the prices they're willing to pay for your old iPhone. It's kind of wild, man. An iPhone 6S Plus, 9,000 rupees. I don't know what that... Breaks down, but that's, those are an older, that's an older device. I presume some of them are out there. Mm. An iPhone XS Max gives you up to 35,000 rupees to put towards your new phone, of course. They're not going to just send you that cash. It's not a straight up sale. Make your new Mac your way. So configure to order. There were never custom order Macs in the past. So if you're in India and you've always wanting, been wanting to configure that ridiculously priced Mac Pro, like the one that's under your desk, Willie, do? How dare you?
1: Yeah, that's just lying there.
0: You can do that now now for fun, for free. You don't have to order it. You just put everything on and be like, look at that. That's $100,000. Get more from your device with a free session. Support is on call or chat. You can talk directly to Apple for support. And then, of course, Apple Care Plus for the warranty stuff, all now available. And, of course, all the products, too, which will presumably be in stock more frequently than having to deal with resellers. So shout-out to India. Shout-out to Apple. Finally take India seriously. Get the online store going. That's the right move. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Apple, iOS 14. Oh my God, Will. Widgets. Well, widgets and and uh playing around with your home screen. Themes. People got a lot customized. of time. People got a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. It's, you know, locked down. And everybody wants to goof around with their home screens. <laughs> because my Twitter feed and the trending page on YouTube, and all of a sudden, where Millions are, of views. All these iOS 14. Customizations, things are flying everywhere. People love it. Now, hey, man, I'm not going to rain on anyone's parade. I'm not going to spoil anyone's enthusiasm. Whatever gets you going in 2020, you need to do it. Mm -hmm. Even if that's just tinkering with your home screen for far too long. In fact, well, so many people were tinkering that they helped Pinterest, the Pinterest app, break its daily download record. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because people are looking for inspo. Oh. You ever heard of inspo? Not like that, but that's what uh, that's the short. That's when you're you're you use Pinterest a lot, yeah. You have an inspo board because you don't want to say inspiration, and it's all the it's very aesthetic. That's the other word, inspo aesthetic. It all goes together. Well, anyway, people really want to customize their iPhones right now, and so they're looking to Pinterest to get ideas for what type of a layout they should do, and they're Mm. also looking to YouTube and elsewhere, but big time on Pinterest, Pinterest has driven uh, a huge surge of interest, has has gathered a huge surge of interest on both the iOS App Store as well as Google Play. Mm. And Just people are thinking about their home screens, I guess. Uh, as reported by TechCrunch, App Store intelligence from Aptopia was first to note the impact of I- the iOS 14 customization trend on Pinterest. According to its data, Pinterest saw a record high number of daily downloads on September 21st, with around 616,000 new installs globally. Wow. That's more than half a million new app installs people looking for inspo.
1: hmm
0: Oh, man. The interest also caused Pinterest to jump from number 47 on the top free iPhone apps charts all the way up to number seven in just two days. So I'm let me tell you, I'm Will, people it. are really, they're into it. They're into the iPhones and the customization. They're into it in Pinterest. I know they're into it on in YouTube. And I'm not sure if Apple is doing any kind of promotional work because I'm just saying I'm seeing some banana numbers. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're thinking about doing an iOS 14 customization video, I would say now is the time. And definitely go look at the thumbnails that are already out there because they are identical and they're all crushing. Uh huh. So I'm just trying to tell you. I'm giving you a little hack right now. You want to take me up on it? Go for it. If not. No hard feelings. You just keep tinkering with your own home screen. More PlayStation 5s are coming, Will. I know you were so concerned about this. Mm. You were you were genuinely worried. You said, man, I feel for these people with the pre-order fiasco.
1: Yeah, it was a headache. I mean, I got first-hand experience trying to order the Xbox.
0: Mm. And uh,
1: I was there for 10 minutes and the site crashed.
0: It's, it was the same thing over again. Yeah. It happened first it with the nice PlayStation, thing. then the Xbox. People are going crazy. Next-gen gaming, we talked about it. Well, apparently, Sony's going to make good on their promise and their apology. They came out and said, look, we're sorry, we're going to make more available. Mm. And they're going to restock some of the big retailers uh, starting Friday in the U.S., the U.K., and Canada. Now, I'm going to give you the inside scoop right here where you should be looking. So, Game, the store Game in the U.K. has confirmed it will have stock starting tomorrow. Only online, not in physical stores for pre-orders. Don't bother going to the physical stores. Not that you would. And they will have the digital edition as part of their offering, which is news because that was hard. That one was impossible to get. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have some digital and some disc, presumably more with the disc. In Canada, Walmart Canada is also going to have stock starting tomorrow. Doesn't say whether or not it's going to be digital or to full-fledged. At this point, I think you got to get what you get.
1: Yeah and just to warn the the audience i mean today is tomorrow
0: yes them. this is friday the 25th of september so when you're watching this you got to go look right now yeah because this is going to publish right in the morning so you got to start monitoring this thing right now immediately after you watch this
1: it doesn't show uh, specific times eh
0: no times just that's uh. the day there is no time friday the 25th of september 2020 in the U.S., GameStop said it's receiving a new wave of PS5 consoles, but they are only getting the version with the disk drive. Mm. The other thing to note, because this is the second wave, no longer is launch day guaranteed. You may get it on launch day, but you may not. They're not going to guarantee it to you. Like I said, at this point, you get what you get. Mm. You can't really complain too much about it. And uh, what else is there to say that's it? you gotta, you got to refresh these websites yep. on Friday today when you're watching you got to refresh these websites if you want to take a shot at getting one of these unfortunately for me the digital edition which is the one i was interested in seems to be that's the unicorn Mm. but uh of course we're we're in a different position because you're just going to keep harassing sony because we're going to make a video and we'll find a way to get it done but for those of you that need to get one of these units keep an eye on those retailers speaking of next gen consoles next story is about Microsoft and the acquisition of the parent company, the owner of Bethesda Games. A lot of people, we we published a clip on this, we talked about this when it first happened, a lot of people became concerned that Microsoft may screw things up for some of their favorite titles. Mm-hmm. May go in there and make changes, may go in there with a sledgehammer, may go in there with an iron fist and start calling shots. And of course, if you really enjoy a product or... Uh, a studio and what they've been doing you don't want that to happen you know Mm -hmm. you want things to kind of be the same so that they can keep pumping out whatever it is that you happen to be a fan of whether it's uh what were we talking about could be elder scrolls Scrolls, people still people play online oh yeah id software is a part of the acquisition there's games people are playing right now and also there's upcoming exclusives which we mentioned playstation exclusives that people have questions about Mm -hmm. are those going to still happen and of course spencer came out and said yeah those are going to be okay for now We really don't want to screw too much up. Well, today we have further affirmation that Microsoft wants to be sort of hands off with this. Mm. They want to own the studio. Obviously, they're going to leverage it at some point. Some sort of exclusive. Of course, they've got to do that. But they also come out and say something really important, which I think fans are going to be interested to hear. Here's the quote
1: Is there a quote?
0: There's a quote. There's a quote. I promise you there's a quote. From who? I'm seeing the uh, Nadella stuff, but I'm looking for the quote from uh, Spencer specifically. Ah, here we go. This is a huge investment in games that they're going to get to play. Bethesda will run semi-independently in an effort to keep the company building the games that brought its success in the first place. Here's the quote. It is about the culture of those teams, he said. Hmm. Another quote, they are not becoming us. We'll always look for places where that is that is a commonality of purpose, mission, and culture. That's speaking to how ZeniMax came on their radar. They've worked together before. And it sounds like they're going to let the company continue to flourish independently of Microsoft. Do work for Microsoft, but also flourish independently of Microsoft. And of course, that's important when you acquire a company because their bottom line is your bottom line too. Yeah. And if you have successful franchises and games that are cross-platform, you're still putting money in your pocket. This is kind of like when Samsung makes a display for an iPhone. Mm -hmm. There are certain partnerships and relationships that are actually beneficial to both. Yeah. And you could argue here that those franchises, regardless you don't have to argue it. It is definitive that the franchises that are successful will put some money into Microsoft's pocket Yes. even if they're being played on other platforms.
1: Or maybe, you know, Microsoft wants their developers to create some sort of new IP. Of course. You know?
0: There's going to be that at some yeah. point. And I think we all pretty much are convinced that that's mm-hmm. what the big picture of the play is. But in the meantime, and in association with... Keep working on cross-platform projects too. Mm-hmm. That would be a cool kind of. That would be a cool approach, as opposed to right on Sony's side, they kind of didn't do that, right?
1: Yeah, with a, quite a lot of their studios.
0: Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They really did it. Didn't really do that. So we'll see if Microsoft actually executes again. Is held up to this, but in as it stands and what they're saying right now is, look, they're they're underneath Microsoft, but they are not Microsoft. Mm. We'll see how this goes. China could put an end to the to this TikTok deal. <laughs> they were so close. <laughs> so so we kind of knew that this was a possibility. Obviously, uh when the details started coming out and they were a bit murky and it was like, wait, who owns this thing and why, how can everybody be satisfied with these parameters? Uh you knew there had to be a wrench. You knew there had to be a wrench at some point and that wrench is obviously China it was always going to be China mm-hmm. ByteDance can't just do whatever they want mm-hmm. right there's some sort of particularly if the US government is involved well of course the Chinese government has to be involved mm-hmm. they can it can't just be one gov- one sided government involved if they're going to approve of whoever happens to head the acquisition then that means the US government is single-handedly blessing let's say Oracle and Walmart well then, the Chinese government's going to say, "Well, do we bless any of this?" Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening right now. They've uh, they've uh, called the tactics dirty and unfair. They've said it's bullying and extortion. And of course, this is uh, this was reported on China Daily newspaper, which is state backed. So you know, it's saying exactly what the state wants to say, mm. which is uh, dirty and unfair. Mm. And you have to believe, man, in, internally in those meetings and in those government offices, they don't want to let Trump get that win. Yeah. They want to let Trump say, look what I did. Look what yeah. I did here. Uh, wonderful uh, new software mm-hmm. inside of, am I Obama or Trump right now? All politicians <laughs> have both. a sort of, they have a thing like that. Yeah. But he would say, you know, Oracle, tremendous job. Amazing job. My pal Ellison, uh-huh. amazing guy. Top-notch guy.
1: He's got servers.
0: He would say TikTok's going to be bigger and better than ever. I mean, it would seriously seem like he stole it to a certain extent. Yeah. Whether there was still 80% ownership with that ByteDance had or not, it would still seem like that and be portrayed as that. And the Chinese government be sitting there saying, well, we're not about to have that run on our media. And people find out that this huge international success story is now being called something else. Mm-hmm. It's not being called a Chinese success story, but instead it's being, called, it's being used as a success story for him. So it's totally understandable why they would resist this thing. Here's another quote. What the United States has done to TikTok is almost the same as a gangster forcing an unreasonable and unfair business deal on a legitimate company. <laughs> oh, man. It also says China has no reason to approve the dirty and unfair deal. Bullying and extortion. Oracle, Walmart... What can I say on this matter? I don't know what's better or worse at this point. If you're China, I understand the, the, the optics, as they say, I understand it looks bad, but does, is it really, does it look so bad that you're prepared to die on this position that you're prepared uh, to have the thing go away completely? Cause that's what'll happen.
1: And all the hard work from all these people, creators and developers is just gone. But there's also a money aspect too, right? Of course. Yeah. But billions, it's not billions of dollars.
0: In the scope, the money aspect in the scope of international negotiations and trade deals it's just is pennies for them. Is very yeah. small. But you're right. It is certainly to ByteDance, the company. Yes. And certainly to Oracle and Walmart, it's big business. It's yep. big money to them. Uh, I don't know. If I had to bet right now, if it goes through or not, with the current terms, I'm I'm probably gonna say no. And here's the thing. This has been a lot now going on. Obviously, TikTok has been just just a juggernaut, right? Just taking over social media. It takes so much work and effort to build something. It's a totally different question when it comes to breaking something. Yeah. Like it's like it's equivalent, you know, in a schoolyard you build the huge tower and then somebody walks over and knocks it down. Yeah. And you're like, that took me which guy were you? Both, (laughs) probably both at different points. I think we've all been both at different points. Oh, yeah. To be fair. You're right. Uh, But the the opportunity to destroy TikTok would, I think, require less than many people perceive. If the app goes down for an extended period of time, these embedded habits that people have of that, that set of apps that they open on a frequent basis. If that app goes down for two weeks for a month, you know, in social media time, Mm. people will find other places. They have to, they adapt, they adapt quickly and sure you could bring it back, but would it ever be the juggernaut that it is currently? So we got to wait and see what happens. I'm not even a TikTok user, so I don't have a horse in the race, so to speak. Mm. However, other social media companies, Zuckerberg, Facebook, they've all been critical of this because there's a recognition that if this becomes the norm, their own businesses could be in trouble in other places that they do business. And that actually brings me to our next story. Facebook has recently said they may have to stop operating in Europe because the EU is looking at suspending data transfers to the U.S. This is a reversal of what's going on in the U.S. in regards to dance and data flowing to China or Huawei or whoever, take your pick. Now the EU is saying our data policy is strict and stringent and we don't want European users' data heading back to your spot, Zuckerberg. Mm. And he's saying, I don't think we can operate Facebook and Instagram, maybe WhatsApp, I don't know, without this two-way communication this yep. two-way transfer of data.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this has uh, this has been developing for a while in Europe. It's part of that Facebook is currently in a legal fight with Ireland's data protection commission, and uh, the commission issued earlier this month questioned the vali- validity of the mechanism Facebook uses to send data back to the U.S. So they're saying there's got to be a different way. They're saying. Uh, we, we we need oversight. We have to know that this is a, this is a secure thing. We don't we I don't know what kind of access they want. you know Zuckerberg doesn't want to bend on that. He's got all the proprietary stuff and the algorithms and whatever else is going on. They want more control yep right Like like a lot of governments are starting to take data and data privacy and data transmission so much more seriously. So are people, so are regular citizens. Mm-hmm. So is Apple in their marketing material. So anyways, it is now, it does appear a threat from Zuckerberg himself that, okay, you won't keep going down this path with this court case. Your citizens are going to lose Facebook products. Will he do that or will he comply? Well, of course, uh, there's many factors that are going to play into it. But as you can see, even a strong U.S. business in social media is not immune when it comes to these various world governments Bringing a new level of scrutiny to how they operate and where their citizens' data is going after it leaves that place.
1: And I guess it's not as easy as just having (laughs) Facebook servers in Europe, right?
0: I think that's what they would want. Yeah. But as you can see in the ByteDance situation, that doesn't even seem like enough. They had to give up some portion of the company there too yeah. to satisfy Trump that okay, I know the people working on it, or it's an American company overseeing it. So what would the Facebook version of that be in Ireland, let's say? Would they have to, would there have to be some new company set up in Ireland, which is Irish, that would have a piece of right. Facebook's operations there? I mean, that's very cloudy. And if you're Facebook, of course you don't want that. You've been operating there. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So I don't know what requirements... I don't even think he would have to go that far, to be honest. I think right now, it's against just opening the thing up for inspection, even. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think he wants to change anything if something's going well. Well, you wouldn't, would you? No. Uh, Elon Musk reveals a new Model S. Have we talked about this on the show yet? I mean, maybe... Yeah, we have. Just a little bit here and there. They've been working on this sort of uh, faster performance Model S. It's not a new Model S. Well, it's new in the sense that you're going to have new battery tech and, of course, uh, a better performance and better range because of the better tech that's in there. Uh, It's going to be capable of traveling 520 miles on a single charge. This is past ludicrous. Beyond ludicrous is Plaid. This is the Plaid Model S that they were testing at the Nürburgring in Germany. Uh, I believe they were testing it at Laguna Seca, trying to set records for electric vehicles. The thing is going to be stupid fast. Of course it would have to be stupid fast. You're calling it Plaid, which is from the movie Spaceballs. I believe it's going to go 0 to 60 in under 2 seconds, willie Do Equivalent horsepower of 1,100 and a top speed of 200 miles per hour. Mm. Model S Plaid. Now, you know me. We talked about it when I first saw this. I still wish they just update the Model S a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. The, the physical appearance of it. I wanna know I got the plaid model. It's too, it's maybe just a bit too covert and also the design is just, well, it's 2012, right? It, I wish the styling and the trim pieces were more like the Model Y on the Model S. Just a slight little lift up with the black trim. I know you can do this after the fact with uh, 3M materials. You can do the chrome delete as they like to call it in automotive world. But, yeah, I just it just still feels too similar to what it's been for so long right now to really get me excited about spending what would be 140000 US for that model.
1: Not to mention the interior, which we talked about oh, before. Oh, the
0: same. Yeah, the same. Yeah, I'm including right. all of it. The look and feel of the thing as opposed to just the performance. I mean, I'm going to welcome any performance, and I'm a huge fan of battery tech, and I may, might get the thing just because, Will. Okay. Well, just to put that out there, and yeah. we should probably get it in studio. But here's another thing that's, that happens with Tesla: they tell you you can get it, but late 2021, and you got to you can order it right now. And it's late 2021, and I saw people on Twitter talking: How cool would it be if Tesla was ever able to put something out that you could order right now? Yeah,
1: that's the formula Apple did, right? Yes, you get it like what two weeks or
0: something. Now, obviously, a car is a bit of a different story; it's build to order type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it would just be. The place would go nuts. Oh yeah! You can order it now, and you'll have it in a month. Yeah. People will go nuts. Mm-hmm. I'd, I I might have bought one already. Mm-hmm. But 2021, end of 2021, at least for me, and I get it. This is t- tough stuff to make, but it just it, it lets it sit on the back burner for me a little yeah. bit. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll think about it. But it is it is nuts. 520 miles with that kind of performance that crushes the Taycan. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the the. Uh, of course, they're competing with the Lucid model now, the Lucid Air, yep. which is also tremendous performance, tremendous range, and it's closer, It seems to be closer than this one. But then it also gets me wondering about the Roadster, which that thing just vanished, uh-huh. and they're like, yeah, it's not 2.0. a huge priority, even though tons of people had been talking about it at that event, which seems like it was a decade ago at this point. Not that, I, not that it doesn't look amazing. That white one looks too sick. That is pure Stormtrooper right there. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm not excited about this stuff. It's just the style and how we, how you have to go about these announcements and all the rest of it. Maybe it's just you're, uh, you're impatient. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's so cool. Ah, oh, end of 2021. I know. What a bummer. Anyway, it is going to be very expensive. It's only going to be for people that want the absolute bragging rights. It's not a mass market model by any means. But uh, 0 to 60 under 2 seconds, just for people who aren't super into cars, that is... Ridic- that's million dollar car territory, right? Yep. You're talking like Bugatti, and like that's just it's it's ridiculous for a sedan mm-hmm. with a with a hatchback. Yep. Just to be clear, I mean, and it was already ridiculous. It's 2.3 seconds right now. Uh-huh. See where my hands it's are a- here? Yeah. yeah. It's I already ridiculous. How does it get more ridiculous? Mm. Speaking of ridiculous, have you ever heard of a truck called the Big General in China? No. <laughs> Should I? Actually, I apologize for calling it ridiculous. I mean, it's not. I'm sure it's not ridiculous, but it is. I guess in
1: like Chinese It's a
0: funny name. It's a... It, yeah, it's the it's the translation. It's a yeah. funny name here. The Big General sounds like a um uh, it sounds like a chicken sandwich at Popeye's. <laughs> I'd like to order the Big General.
1: Yeah. It sounds
0: like a meal deal combo. Uh anyways, you scroll down a little bit and what you see is there it is. It is meant to look like a uh, Ford Raptor, I guess. Oh yeah. And uh, and they're not even trying to hide it, which is, mm-hmm. that's their play. It's from a company called Photon. It resembles an F-150. Photon across the, the front, which looks a lot like the Ford logo on the Raptor model. Oh. And there's a big difference though, I need to say. I need to be clear with you here. If you think you're getting a Ford Raptor equivalent, you absolutely are not. The big general, which in Chinese is the... Da Jiang Jun. Okay. The Jiang Jun. It's powered by only a 238 horsepower two liter four cylinder engine. That thing must be so slow. Huh. A two cylinder engine in, in something that big and heavy? Yeah. And
1: is it powerful? No, right? What? Like the two cylinder.
0: No, or oh, sorry, a four-cylinder, four cylinder, two liter. C- no, okay. a four cylinder would be in your Honda Civic or whatever. Oh. A way smaller car normally. So, I mean, you can, some of them, they have done some boosted four cylinders that have been okay, but 238 horsepower. Can you tow anything with a four cylinder? Not very well. (laughs) Uh, What can I I say? I mean, if you're used to a, a Raptor, for example, the rumor is that the next Raptor would be over 700 horsepower. And the current one, I think is closer to around 400 something. So it's like half the power of the real Raptor. Hmm. Which I, I mean, you can haul, you can put stuff in the back, it'll work. Is it just for looks? How? What's the price? Two thousand bucks. <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on, hold up. The price? Did they say the price? It's definitely not expensive. But I, for some reason, I don't think the price is in here.
1: It's the price of a Honda Civic. A
0: Raptor in China is the equivalent of eighty thousand bucks. So, the, I mean, that's an expensive yeah. truck. It's a tough comparison, obviously. But this is going to be a lot cheaper. I don't know how much cheaper. People are going to look it up. They'll leave a comment. The big general. Tom Cruise wants to go to space to film the very first. He is going to space. Film the very first movie in space with the help of Elon Musk and SpaceX. Oh. You can go up to the space station. He's got a director on board from The Born Identity. Doug Lehman. They're going to do it next year as part of Elon Musk's Axiom SpaceX Crew Dragon Capsule. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a, a red camera. Yeah. Dragon Capsule SpaceX. X's and dragons yeah. are, are always things you want mm-hmm. in your products. Mm-hmm. You want X's and dragons. So Tom Cruise, just when you he thought he, he had done it all, he, he you know, doing his own stunts, climbing the mountains for the mission impossible you thought he had done it all and he says you know what first movie in space i'm gonna film it on the space station i'm gonna get a director i'm gonna make news again i'm tom cruise
1: good for him i'm tom cruise Good for him i mean how old is he
0: you can't tell he you can't tell yeah he's very he's been the same age for 20 years oh he's on that special stuff he's on that space stuff look He's on that space stuff. So are you going to... Would you watch Tom Cruise in the first ever film filmed act in actual space? Would you watch such a... Thing? Of course. Yeah. Of, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. You I get like. right behind it. Uh, we have a tweet here. NASA is excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. We need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans a reality. So here's what they're saying, Will. They're saying we make a movie to get the youngsters excited about space travel, space exploration. And yeah. Tom Cruise is our guy. Mm. Because you know, space wasn't so hot for a while. Then yeah. Elon started talking about space and Bezos started talking about space. And all of a sudden we were like, hmm, space.
1: That yeah, that's that's fairly true. That's pretty much what happened.
0: He yeah. started landing rockets on the ocean, and people were like, hmm, space. Space. Kind of cool. Yeah. And it, But it had been off the docket for a while. People, I don't know, people were too caught up. And people are still caught up, but yeah. space is at least starting to mo- make Drum some moves. Some space is making moves. Yep. And you get Tom on board. Now that space has Tom on board?
1: Yeah, he'd be cruising.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, just, it's funny to think that space got Tom so space can get more interest. When meanwhile, space is everything, Will. Yeah. Space doesn't need or care about Tom. He no, doesn't no. care about your interest or your ambitions. He did I just call he? space he? Space it? Space the? Yeah. Space is everything. Mm. And everything is space. Holy moly. <laughs> Nike's doing all right. You ever heard of Nike before? You're yeah. wearing Nikes right now. You got a pair of Air Max. Actually, the Air Max, a big part of their recent success. Apparently, people love Nike even during lockdown, even pandemic mode. People just said, "Oh, we can't go to the store or the mall to the Foot Locker. No problem. We're just going to order Nike online." Yeah, and they did that in a big way. In fact, Nike's uh, Nike has surged ten percent on Wednesday after the company reported financial results that crushed expectations. See, people thought pandemic why you, you can't even show off your sneakers why are you gonna be spending all this money on these sneakers you can't even show them off pandemic huh. but you know what really happened huh. people got the extra time and they said i'm gonna take up jogging i'm gonna take up fitness i'm gonna take up uh, crossfit i'm gonna take up yoga i'm gonna take up mm. and they said i gotta order up some new shoes for that mm-hmm. so it was the athletic side of it you can pick up a little steam in the online. Plus, people are miserable sitting at home. Mm-hmm. And you know how it goes with the exercise. You get the endorphins going. Mm-hmm. And so you justify You hop on Nike's website. You get a little extra motivation because you picked up the new colorway.
1: Yeah. Are those Nikes over there? No, those Arias. are proof.
0: Oh, This is the uh, limited edition Super Mario collab with Jay Cole. I never shouted it out. I put it on display <laughs> yeah, for it's you. It's there. Jay Cole is actually quite a basketball player. This is a basketball sneaker in collaboration, as mentioned, with Nintendo, more specifically Super Mario. I don't know how many of these are out there. I saw them on StockX. They reached out and said, hey, man, want to send you a pair? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put that on display for people. If you are a Super Mario fan, I don't know how easy it is to get your hands on this. It's the J. Cole X Puma RS Dreamer Super Mario 64. So if, you, if you're if you a hooper, or you just a hooper? F- feel it for the style, yeah. if you want to... uh. Show up to the court and catch some eyeballs, uh. and 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 sport your drip.
1: Do a Mario jump too.
0: You see, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't clear with clear that with you in advance that I was gonna say drip today. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Drip check. Twenty twenty. Drip check. Sheesh. Anyway, Nike doesn't care what you call it. As long as you buy it. Mm -hmm. And that's what people have been doing. The company reported revenue of $10.6 billion, crushing analysts' expectations of $9.15 billion. Uh, They got their boost from parents stocking up on back-to-school items. Women's apparel grew 200%, and business picked up in markets like China. Mm. You didn't see that coming. Uh... Before the virus hit, Nike was aiming to have its e-commerce sales make up to 30% of its total revenue by 2023, but the company has already now surpassed that and is on track to break 50%. 50% of Nike's revenue, well, 50% of, what did I say it was? $10.6 billion coming from online. That's some e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Over five billies. Online I didn't have to see you They're,
1: they're doing something right
0: you, you didn't even have to breathe on me mm. And I got over five billies mm. I'll take it every day Speaking of breathing on each other Last story of the day has to do with Halloween More specifically That the CDC wants to tell you Willie dude don't you dare Act like that Halloween mask is a substitute For your real mask oh. For your Apple mask
1: Oh yeah I was supposed to wear it In uh, the show
0: Oh were you? Yeah, I'll wear it next time. Um, not for the whole show. You're going to be muffled and everything. I know.
1: i will wear it for a
0: bit. On my head. I was thinking that today I had to throw, throw the mask on. I got the smoothie earlier, mm. and I was thinking to myself, oh, I should have had that Apple mask, yeah. which, by the way, I need to shout out somebody on Twitter who sent me a picture. I don't know. If you're not going to be able to find it, but sent me a picture of a mask that's been sold in Korea for a long time that looks a lot like the Apple mask. Mm. Not that I care. It's fine with me. If it's a good design, if it does the job, if it does the trick, let's go for it. I mean, maybe they even admit they came from the supplier in South Korea. I don't know how much it matters. Yeah. But some people were just upset because they're saying, you know, don't let Apple act like they invented that style of mask. Uh so, so I mean, how who are we? How are we gonna figure out who invented the first form of that exact mask? Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, if you go watch the video. It is a pretty premium mask as far as disposable masks go. Yeah, pretty cool. That's uh, non-negotiable. Anyways, the CDC says, uh, look, do not use a costume mask such as one for Halloween as a substitute for a cloth mask. Unless it is made of two or more layers of breathable fabric that covers your mouth and nose and doesn't leave gaps around your face. Don't try to double up either. Wearing a costume mask over a regular cloth face mask may make it hard to breathe. (laughs) Yeah. Here's how you safely celebrate Halloween, according to the CDC. They call it one-way trick-or-treating in which individual goodie bags are lined up at the end of a driveway or yard for families to grab while going from house to house. You know what the teenagers or, or I don't know what, like the 12-year-olds are going to steal the the Mm -hmm. candy. Mm Mm-hmm. This, listen to me, twelve-year, thirteen-year-olds. Don't ruin it, all right? Are you it's, giving a lecture right now? <laughs> yes, it's one-way trick-or-treating, and we're all depending on you oh. right now not to steal all the treats at the bottom of the driveway that the real, really young youngsters are depending on. All right. Yeah. People have the best interest in mind. They're also saying, "Here's what you're. Here's what else you're allowed to do." Well, okay. So I know you're a big Halloween guy. You can have an outdoor costume parade. okay where the participants are six feet apart you can visit the pumpkin patch cdc says that's Mm. okay Mm. or orchards where social distancing is practiced and you can participate in open air one-way walk through haunted forests Mm. i don't know about you but uh, this kind of talk gets me real excited for halloween yeah
1: (laughs) i like to go to the orchards
0: yeah. Well, listen. Uh, pumpkin. You get a little pumpkin pie. You yeah. don't eat pumpkin pie, do you? The well, way you looked at me right there.
1: Uh, I don't think I've tried it. You've never tried pumpkin? Oh wait, pump- actually, I did. Yeah. Yeah. They sell it at the uh, yeah. They sell it. Superstore.
0: Yeah, of course. Or, yeah. You I tried a pumpkin ingredient. pie? Yeah. Okay. Little I'm little glad we got sentiment. that out of the way. That's you know? believe it or not, pumpkin pie and pumpkin pie consumption is fully supported by the CDC while exercising social distancing in a haunted forest. (laughs) You combo it together? That's right. Anyway, everybody stay safe. Uh, A Halloween mask is not a mask. It's not an Apple mask. A Halloween mask is not an Apple mask.